Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. Today's episode is a follow-up to the program that aired on April 17, 2019. The name of that episode was called, How to Endure Unanswered Prayer for Healing. The main point I would like to drive home today is that when praying for healing, you cannot plead a promise God did not make. This simply means that as Christians, we certainly should pray in general and pray specifically for healing. We most certainly should pray pleading all of the glorious promises found in the pages of Scripture since God never goes back on His Word. But whenever we plead promises in prayer, we must rely exclusively on the promises that God has already made. If we do not look to and rely on these promises, then we simply rely on our own expectations. Of course, the danger is that if a person places faith in a desired health outcome and that outcome does not come to pass, they may suffer a catastrophic and heart-hardening blow. Now, before I go into what believers cannot do in prayer, I will discuss what we can do. We can pray for healing, and when we do, the Bible gives us a general blueprint on how without giving specifics. One of the clearest examples comes from James 5, verses 14 to 15. That text says, Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed any sins, they will be forgiven him. Of course, praying for those who are unwell is not the exclusive responsibility of elders, as other members of the church can pray as well. The New Testament also says that the Holy Spirit imparts the gift of healing to some. 1 Corinthians 12, 7-11 If healing falls in line with God's will, He is faithful to answer a prayer request for such. Hebrews 2, 4, 1 John 5, 14 Accordingly, in order to pray more effectively, a Christian ought to know some promises of healing that God has made to His children. Consider the following scriptures. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are my praise. Jeremiah 17, 14. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 4. How blessed is he who considers the helpless. The Lord will deliver him in a day of trouble. The Lord will protect him and keep him alive. And he shall be called blessed upon the earth. And do not give him over to the desire of his enemies. The Lord will sustain him upon his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to health. Psalm 41, verses 1 to 3. My son, be attentive to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Proverbs 4, verses 20 to 22. 
Now, if you were paying attention to these verses, you may be asking yourself, hey, wait a minute, it sounds like God has promised to heal me in all my afflictions, so why can't I just plead these scriptures and get better? The simple answer is that a Christian ought not to expect that each and every illness will be healed. God may have a good intention for allowing an illness to continue. We live in an age where divine miraculous healing is the exception, not the rule. Even in the apostolic era, where the apostles possessed the gift of healing, many people under their teaching suffered from bodily ailments. 1 Timothy 5.23 Furthermore, you and I can never apply rigid time constraints to a timeless God. So while He may heal a natural sickness now, He also may not. All promises for healing find their ultimate fulfillment in paradise where there is no sickness. So, when all saints make it to heaven, everything will be cured forever. That is to say that in some cases, God healing a person may refer to spiritual healing, which may actually mean that He takes them home where they are free from disease for eternity. Thus, we can pray for healing, but we do so recognizing that God is sovereign and our supplications are not causal in bringing healing to pass. Moreover, it must be stated that when we examine the thrust of healing in the Bible overall, God's ultimate aim is not the healing of the sickness per se. Rather, His ultimate aim is His glory. His glory is intimately related to the common good of the saints, and it also involves the recipient of the healing proclaiming the kingdom of God. This means that the one who was healed joyfully looks forward to sharing their testimony about the grace of the Lord. God-gifted healing is always designed to honor Christ and direct everyone to believe in the truth of the gospel. This is why in the life of Jesus, when he healed people, it was to validate his messianic credentials by ending the reign of sickness and death. Matthew 4.23, Luke 4.38-43, Romans 5.17, and 8.20. So everything I talked about so far is what we can do in praying for healing. We certainly pray, and we do so equipped with God's promises. We pray trusting in God, not a specific result, because God is always the object of our faith. So what is it that we cannot do? We cannot plead a healing promise that God never made. We cannot say things like, I claim victory over my illness because no one has the right to claim anything over a sovereign God. We cannot say things like, I thank you in advance for healing me, Lord, because that would be an assumption. We cannot say things like, I believe you will heal me because no man can search the mind of God. We cannot plead promises like that because those promises do not come from God. Those promises come from us and projecting them on God would not be a demonstration of bold faith. It would be a demonstration of cowardly presumption. You cannot plead a healing promise God did not make. This week, I was in a small prayer group with believers that I have known for some time. A mutually known elderly believer had fallen ill and the relayed prognosis was poor. The people who were there were understandably upset, but we began to pray together. In the midst of prayer, one of them said, Let us begin celebrating tonight for the healing you will deliver to us, Lord Jesus. I believe you will do it, and because you have already gone ahead of us, it is done. 
You cannot plead a healing promise God did not make. Hence, we cannot celebrate now for what we expect, nor for what God has not guaranteed for tomorrow. We cannot really believe in something and then expect that fervent belief to materialize into reality. That is not faith, it's actually wish projection. Anyone can actually believe something on the inside and then desire for that something to come to be, but you do not need an open Bible to participate in such an exercise. My point, beloved, is not to crush anyone's spirit. My point is to caution those whose spiritual imagination expands beyond the contours of what God has defined. When we trust God, our faith is validated as genuine when that trust exists in fair weather and in stormy weather. God is still trustworthy whether our bodies are well or if our bodies carry the burden of illness. In the end, what God has never promised is that we would live a burden-free existence. What He has promised is that He will never allow us to experience something beyond what we are able. And when we endure trials, He will be the one to strengthen us and stand with us. The Holy Spirit therefore gifts us with hope when the situation around us offers none. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Romans 12.12 And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Psalm 39.7 Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.